Welcome to a new edition of the Neon Jazz Interview Series with Swiss drummer and percussionist Florian Arbenz on the 2022 CD Conversation Number no. 4, Vulcanized. This was the fourth in a series of albums that was prompted by the pandemic. He has ultimately set out to document 12 conversations with musicians invited into his Basel, Switzerland recording studio. It's a great musical story of conversations. We cover this, COVID life, and the future as the world begins to open up a bit more. Enjoy. Hey, Joe. How are you? Hey, I'm good. How's it going? Yeah, everything fine. You too? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're, uh, we're making it through day by day. Oh, yeah. Same here. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, many times, no? Man, it's, it's weird. It's just, how's everything going in Switzerland with uh, COVID and just everything that's been happening. Yeah, I mean, now, uh, right now, everything is opening up again. Uh, restrictions are, uh, yeah, it's everything kind of going back to normal. But uh, for traveling, uh, I mean, Switzerland is such a small country, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I travel a lot as a musician. This is still kind of complicated. And, I mean, the whole uh, shit which is happening in Ukraine now, um, I'm playing quite a bit in the Baltic states and in Poland, and everybody is afraid now, and so it's kind of a tricky situation, I think. But let's see, I mean... Yeah, that's just adding to what's already going on, so... but it's Yeah, that's right. But it's great that, you know, we got... Uh, I got new material from you. I've really enjoyed the album. It's number four in your series, Vulcanized... And I want to know, talk to me a little bit about this album and how it was conceived and how it came came to be. The advantage of this um, whole COVID uh, thing which is going on is that everybody has a lot of time or had a lot of time in the last past two years. And uh, I mean, I knew, uh, especially Francois Moutin from since a long time as a bass player, but I never really thought about uh, contacting him because uh, he's living in New York and he's busy and so during this, this whole situation I just wrote him a mail and he was more than happy to come over because he was stuck in Paris and he, he was supposed to have a tour but everything was cancelled so it was just a great moment for, uh, for him to come over to Switzerland by train. Yeah, that's how I, I found Francois. The Witten brothers, uh, Michael and Jorge, I'm playing with them since quite a bit of time. I think they were both really great musicians, so I invited them both. But unfortunately, uh, Jorge, the trumpet player, he found out just one day before the recording that he had COVID, so <laughs> he had to pass. So finally, it became a trio recording. Yeah, I'm more than happy with the result anyway. It was quite a weird time here because everything was closed. No restaurants were open, so we had to bring down some food to the studio and, and eat it uh, more or less on the floor <laughs> of the studio. But... It was nice anyway. It was a good. Uh, we had a nice vibe, and I think it can be heard on the on the recording. Well, you're never going to forget it. That's for sure. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's a good thing about it. Yeah. <laughs> so crazy, you know? Yeah, absolutely. So I know in this series that that this is number four. There's been different um, levels of creativity that have gone into it. What are you hoping the listener gets from this? I mean, you're creating this during COVID. It's an outgrowth of COVID, but it's also a part of your creative evolution as a musician. What are you hoping the listener gets from this? I think what I really hope is that the listener enjoys, uh, that I can bring together uh, some great musicians and maybe some unusual mixtures of 
musicians and uh, with all the the time I had to think about uh, maybe uh, combinations or collaborations, I hope that the the listener in, in hears that we have a good time and and uh, that we have uh, we create something together. I mean the the Vulcanize is maybe a more kind of a traditional jazz album. I mean the some of them are maybe a little bit more adventurous, but uh, actually I will release one in summer with Kurt Leitze, the the Detroit jazz piano player, which is 84 years now. So this is even more a kind of traditional, but yeah, what I hope is that we catch a good a good moment of everybody's really enjoying playing together. You know, during this COVID time, you know, you created this, but also it's a time of self-reflection. People had a lot of time at home and with themselves. What did you realize about yourself over this time that maybe you didn't realize before that's going to make you a, a better musician or stronger yeah. as we get out and start playing again and you promote these albums? Yeah, I think... Um, what I discovered is kind of a curiosity to find, to push the borders <laughs> and the limits. I think this uh, made me quite a bit stronger. I, I took a lot of risks with those, all of those recordings. I mean, like Boswell, I never played with him before, or in the uh, first conversation, it's just guitar, trumpet, and drums without bass player. Uh, so I tried to have kind of an unusual uh, hook to the music in, in all of those conversations and uh, I had to think about how to deal with it as a musician and I think that at the end or I hope at the end this made me quite a bit stronger as a musician Talk to me a little bit about as we move forward maybe some hopeful things maybe some tours and some things anything kind of opening up as we get further into this year uh, Talking about the, the whole conversation series there are um, always um, like uh, groups or lineups where I really think, wow, I want to tour with this group. Uh, of course, this Vulcanized, this is one of those uh, groups I really was uh, enthusiastic about to bring those guys on tour. Uh, actually, we will tour this project in the end of, of the year, and I feel that the people are really enthusiastic about it, so... Yeah, on the way, it's still heavy to, to book gigs because um, there are a lot of uh, delayed programs and postponed concerts and, and slots which are not open. But on the other hand, with uh, some of those projects, I feel a lot of uh, enthusiasm of, of the promoters. So I hope and I think we will have some, I will have some nice tours with those guys. So it's, it's a really positive thing. And then to get to the business part of this, the good part for you, tell me where is the ideal place for the listeners to pick up these four conversation albums and anything related to your body of work? I know Bandcamp's been big over this time of COVID, but what's an ideal place where they can get this music? Yeah, I mean, Bandcamp is a, is a good place for sure because um, everybody can listen to the, to the tunes. Uh, all the tunes are open, so everybody can Check out all the tunes. Plus, I have a lot of videos there too, which can be uh, seen for free. And of course, Facebook is always a good thing. Um, and I think what I really found out over this uh, COVID time, it's great to also be in touch with uh, some really interested listeners and interesting uh, people. 
so I'm always happy to communicate about the music or about or, yeah, about anything, I think. <laughs> so I would say um, Facebook or Bandcamp are a good places for that. So my final question is this. You know, when we do return more and more to the stage and you get to promote these albums, we've been away from music largely from a, li a live perspective for about two years now. What do you hope we all, both musician and the audience, collectively realize about the true power of live music? I don't know how you felt, but in this time, everybody, when everybody, when we had a gig, when we finally <laughs> had a gig, which was not online, I toured a project of mine in November in, with a van in Germany, and I really felt that uh, the musicians, but also the audience, was extremely enthusiastic about uh, being uh, in a live place and, and being in touch with each other and, and uh, feel the energy of, of the live music, but also for us feel the energy of a live audience. So I think for like people who are interested in culture and for musicians, we really felt that uh, in our lives, at least, it's a crucial thing to meet life and to play life and to, be, uh, to have an exchange on uh, a live level. I totally agree. I, I've missed it. I've seen it a little bit here and there, so I'm really excited that uh, you cats get to get back out. You have music coming out, so good luck as we move forward. Thank you for sending the music over. I look forward to profiling it on the show, and again, good luck. Thank you, Tom. That's very nice. Thank you. Thanks for listening and tuning in to another Neon Jazz interview, where we give you a bit of insight into the finest cats in Switzerland, Kansas City, and spots all over the world, giving fans all that jazz. Thanks to Florian for his time, music, and cool. If you want to hear more interviews, go to Famous Interviews with Joe Domino in the iTunes Store. Visit Neon Jazz at YouTube.com, and for everything Neon Jazz all the time, go to the neonjazz.blogspot.com. Until next time, enjoy the jazz, my friends. Neon Jazz.